0: I'm not. I'm. Our sophomore year of college, like we literally were like, all right, let's just like watch every Victoria's Secret fashion show <laughs> in reverse chronological order in preparation <laughs> for the one that we.
1: This is something we actually did. This is not made up. You never saw that movie? Are you
0: kidding me? We're watching it then.
1: I want to see your
0: face when. What the? Oh my god! <laughs> is he dead? <laughs>
1: Wait, no. You're kidding, right? Oh, shit. It's delayed reactions. It's delayed reactions.
0: I am so done. Okay, what about Cooper? Cooper, Sam's
1: pup? (laughs) I was just telling Allie, um, yeah, Cooper is my dog. He's a Sheltie, a.k.a. Shetland Sheepdog uh, of Scottish descent, like myself. Just kidding. Um, And... Uh, I I don't want him to bark in this episode because sometimes you can hear him in the back (laughs) because there's nowhere in my house I can go to avoid all noise. But I'm hesitant to do that because I feel bad for the little guy. Uh, He went into surgery last Friday, a couple days ago, and um, he had to get a growth removed from slightly above his asshole. (laughs) (laughs) so like
0: the growth like a cancerous thing i remember yeah on a dog
1: yeah it's basically like they tested it to see if it was cancerous it's not it was benign but um it's like (laughs) it's like every time my dog gets groomed we have this (laughs) woman my dog is so spoiled we have this woman come to our house and she has a truck that it's like jennifer's grooming salon And she drives to, like, her client's house, and then she goes, gets the dog, and then brings him into the truck, and she's got, like, her whole setup. It's, like, think of, like, how Exhibit would pimp out, like, a van to be a dog grooming mobile facility. That's basically what it is. But she always finds this shit on him, and then he has to go to the vet and get some type of surgery. (laughs) I feel like it happens all the time to him, and it feels so bad, but... Um, really sucks because he always wants us to him scratch people his butt. food.
0: You guys just give him anything he wants. You're uh, giving him cancer.
1: You guys, you gotta talk to Ralph. You gotta talk to my dad. <laughs> All he does is he looks at my dog and he goes, "Oh, he looks so cute today." And then he'd give him some Cheerios.
0: Yeah, that's like baby food, not dog yeah, food. Exactly. <laughs> um, All right. And anyway, so <laughs> jumping awesome. into this week's re. Uh, weekly recap. That's what we're gonna call it, because all we right. can't think of anything
1: more creative for the time being. Um,
0: tell me what you've been watching, Sam.
1: Okay, so um, first of all, yes, I'm still in Gossip Girl. I'm trying to stretch this out now, but Blair is pregnant. Oh! oh so my I finally I hit exactly season 5. Um, so, yeah, I finished season they, 4 the other they day. They pack
0: so much drama, literally... From the beginning of season five to the very end of the final, like, the final episode. So, you've learned so much, but there's still so many, oh my god, moments to come.
1: There is so much going on. I'm just wondering, like, when is little Jay gonna come back? <laughs> like, is she still a character in the show? But anyway, so, I'm at the part where, if you haven't seen it, Blair waldorf one of the lead characters gets pregnant and uh there are two people who could be the father and now i know who it is but i have a feeling that it is wrong (laughs) that it's actually the other guy Mm -hmm. so we'll see Uh, another thing that i watched this weekend my friend adriana came over and we did movies and masks so we put those things on our face Mm -hmm. uh and I had never used one of the ones that is just, like, you open it and you, like, stick it on instead of, like, a wash that hardens. Uh, so that was nice. And know, We, we watched... can do a delayed reac- reaction to that at
0: some point. <laughs> fa- you know no, I have Korean so many face masks, face masks. from CBS. <laughs> I think I'm going to pay the big bucks and get a, a nice facial next week. Jill's coming into town,
1: so... I Have an excuse to do some fun stuff for the disco. Do it for the disco. Yes, do it for the disco. Um, Uh, Yeah. So we did that, and the movie that we chose was *Miscongeniality*, which I I've known the plot of for a very long time, and I know seen seen clips, but I'd never seen it in full. Oh my god! All right. So I watched it, and of course I loved it. It was so funny, and even funnier today because. There's, like, all these innuendos about, like, one of the characters uh, being gay, but they're so obvious (laughs) that it's, like, okay, come on. (laughs) Um, And Sandra Bullock is hilarious, of course. Uh, Yes. And then I have two more things. Saturday, this past Saturday, uh, was our school's big rivalry game, Ithaca College versus SUNY Cortland. The Cordica game. Go Bombers. We took back the jug after seven years. I was so excited. So I was pretty much drunk like all day Saturday.
0: I Um, was so hungover. (laughs) And that's a different story. I'm not going to tell you. But I drank so much on Friday night. Basically, well, I'll tell you this is what I was drinking. We were at this brewery that has this really good uh, blueberry beer. Me and a couple of friends at home. And... They make these drinks called blueberry muffins, which is the blueberry beer with a shot of vanilla vodka, and it tastes like a blueberry muffin. That's kind of (laughs) cool, But it was, like, such... It was good. Actually, I had so much fun on Friday night, but when I woke up, I was, like, sleeping next to Catherine, my friend, and I didn't think it was her. I thought it was somebody else, and I didn't remember going to sleep where I was asleep, and there was, like... Pizza and food everywhere that I know I didn't eat. That is so <laughs> I was so like, what funny. happened <laughs> last night? I, drove I know them. I didn't we eat We called this. literally the same guy who gave us a ride home. We called him to give us a ride out on Saturday night. And I was like, this is who brought us home last night? <laughs> 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 He's
1: like Whoops. this very eccentric man. Um, anyway, but bobbers. That stuff happens, you know? I just like, my. it was so funny because my dad... I was like dressed in I have a lot of Ithaca College apparel and I was wearing all of it at once. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, You going in the city to get shit faced? And I was like, It's Cordica. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like a D three national holiday. It's a it D three really national is. holiday, yeah. It is it definitely. Really is. <clears throat> it's the one day that any division three school compares to a division one school.
1: Yeah. And so I went to, there's a viewing party in a lot of major cities. There was one in Buffalo. There was one in Boston, LA. I went to the one in New York, which was at Irving Plaza. Um, And it was a lot of fun. I ran into so many people that either went to school with or graduated a couple years before me. And um, I started having, like, you know, when you like, you know what's happening and then you kind of forget who you talk to because you run into so many people. And then like later that day... When you're, like, completely sober, you're, like, oh, yeah, I ran into that person. And, oh, yeah, I ran into this person. That was happening to me, like, all Saturday night because I got home at, like, five or something. No, I got probably yeah. got home at, like, seven. Um, but I was very drunk when we went to Panera post-game.
0: <laughs> a and Panera post-game. I what a concept. Like,
1: I was with uh, our friends Bolan and Connor, and I was, like, guys, I am not well. <laughs>
0: I'm so jealous that you guys were all together. I mean, I had a great weekend. Don't get me wrong, but I had so I had FOMO. Here's the thing with Cortica: it's like I wish I was in Ithaca, but I also wish I was in New York, L.A., Boston, D.C. <laughs> Like all of these places, because there's all these alumni and friends who are getting together everywhere. We just know so, too many people in too many places. At I know this we're point. so fucking popular. You definitely want to be friends <laughs> with us. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, I'm kidding. But actually, I was FaceTiming like everybody at once, and I think the friends I was with was like we're getting a little annoyed <laughs> where they yeah. like we came here <laughs> like with why are you like, facetiming all these people i'm people. like you don't understand what this day is to me yeah you really
1: don't unless you go to ithaca or cortland or you have like a family member who does or like a good friend who does uh the last thing obviously has to be taylor swift's new album reputation yes um i have one reaction to that and that is why did she make it so difficult for her fans to consume her music like, I understand, I I guess I, like, can make an argument for it, but I'm so against it. Like, what, so what Taylor Swift did, if you don't listen to her music, is she released her new album as, um, <clears throat> she released it like any, like any normal album would be released where you can go and buy it in Target and whatever store. But if you wanted to stream it, you had to listen to this iHeart radio station that had essentially all of her music with the new songs like sprinkled in every let's say every like fourth song was a new song from that album and i thought it was just so unnecessary because when i listened like i listen to albums a lot of the time now i used to be more of like a playlist person but now i listen to like i will put on the album and i'll listen to it like all the way through several times and i couldn't do that and it was pissing me off so I'm a little okay. annoyed, but I do like I really some of the songs that I heard. I really cannot
0: get okay. First of all, you know Taylor Swift is my girl. I literally have dreams <laughs> on a very regular basis that <laughs> we're just like drinking wine in her apartment, oh my as God. if we've been best friends forever. Um, so I can't get into this now. We have to do another like whole total podcast to it. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't love the fact that it's not being streamed, but I do appreciate and respect that this is a cause that she feels strongly about, so she's standing for something. Right. And I think there are a lot of arguments that could be made as to why she's doing it on top of just like the idea of streaming services like robbing artists of a b and c thing i think if you dig deep into what reputation is all about i think she really wants the people who love her and appreciate her unconditionally um, and are wanting to understand her on a deeper level i think she wants those fans to be the ones who are listening to it first and are who, who are having the opportunity to like get to know her in that way. Um, so like I said, I want to continue having this conversation in a full uh, episode on Taylor yes. Swift. Yeah. Yes. but Definitely. Was very excited. It was a very emotional weekend for me. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Good. Okay. So I'm going to try and run down my list quickly, but it's pretty extensive. <laughs> I've had the house to myself for like the past week and a half. So when that happens, you know, I'm just like chilling on the couch watching Netflix and HBO and Hulu incessantly. Um, So, first and foremost, what I've watched the most of is Bloodline. Do you know anything
1: about it? Um, I was actually doing some research on it earlier today because I was like, I should brush up on my NBC shows before I go in for this interview today. Isn't it? Am I thinking it's of Blacklist? The
0: Netflix original. Yeah, Blacklist. Oh, that's Sorry. Right. Blacklist right, I'll cut that is out. <laughs> crazy though. But anyway, uh, you don't have to cut it out. It's uh, just us being us. Um so anyway, bloodline. Um basically about this family that has a lot of drama going on. Um they live in the Keys. The parents, the older parents, own an inn. Um in florida on the coast in the keys and you've got these four siblings who are all in like their 30s early 40s um one who's a lawyer one who's like a detective for the sheriff's office um one who like owns a marina and then one who's like the family fuck up and causes a lot of drama and basically starts like trafficking drugs through the inn and doing all this crazy shit it's like a thriller of sorts, and I'm so in on it. Um, so I watched the entire first season. Love Kyle Chandler. Loved him in Friday Night Lights, obviously. Coach Taylor. And that will always be like his best role. But it's really interesting to see him act in this. Um, also, who's in it? Uh, Linda Car. I never know how to say her last name. Cardinelli, Cardelli, something like that. The girl from Freaks and Geeks, and, um, that's kind of why I started watching it, because I was watching Freaks and Geeks, too. Uh, she plays Velma in Scooby-Doo, etc., cetera,
1: etc. Cetera. Love that movie.
0: Uh, but, yeah, it's just so intense. Like, I'm a couple episodes into season two, and I, like, have to stop and take a break after every episode, because I'm, like, so tense. <laughs> like, I can't watch it at night. Not, be- not really because I'm scared, but just because I'm, like, really worked up, and then I can't go to sleep. <laughs> So it's good. Highly recommend it. Um, There's only three seasons. It's kind of a limited series, but there are three seasons. I think they're each, like, 10, 11 episodes, so I'm, like, maybe halfway through. Uh, Freaks and Geeks. I've watched basically all of Freaks and Geeks. Um, There's only one season. Yeah, there's only one season. It's, like, 18 episodes. So maybe I haven't watched, like, the last small handful of them. Um... But yeah, basically I watched like the first five or six and then Saturday morning when I was like with my friends all hungover, I just put it on and we ended up watching it like all day long. (laughs) Um, It's a great, it's one of those great shows. Uh, It's just hilarious. The fact that Jason Segal and Seth Rogen and James Franco were all together like in 1999 as teenagers is hilarious and amazing to me. Um, but, uh, I wanted to tell you that, so it came out in 1999, but it, the show itself takes place in 1980 and just a little call back to one of our past episodes. There is a Westworld, obviously not current like HBO Westworld, but the Westworld movie that's from 1980 or whatever in the seventies. Um, there's a reference to it, which I just think is kind of
1: In Freaks and Geeks?
0: Yeah. Funny and ironic now. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is funny. Um, What else? I watched the Demi Lovato documentary. I think I told you about that. Still have to watch that. Yes. Um, It's really pretty. It's shot very well. I don't think it accomplishes much as... um, you know, uh, a narrative that's trying to teach a lesson or tell a really deep story. I felt like it was a little all over the place and that they should have either, either focused really specifically on like her drug issues and emotional issues, which is super interesting, but that was kind of like part one. And then part two is like where she's at now, Mm -hmm. um, which is also interesting, but it's like a little bit more light and fun. So I just felt like, I don't know, it didn't flow necessarily as well as it could. But I would still say it's worth the watch if you're a fan. And her new album is really good. And it kind of gives you a little
1: insight into that. I did listen to that one time through. I forgot about that. Yeah.
0: Um. Finally got around to watching Dazed and Confused. You had never seen it? No. And you know what? Maybe this is a hot take. I didn't love it. <laughs> I, like, I did
1: not like it at all. I gotta, Allie. That's I why I don't understand how it. Dana is obsessed with it. Our friend Dana's like, that's one of her favorite movies ever. I
0: mean, I get I get like the nostalgic feel. Like I like that. But to me But there's
1: no story. Yeah, yeah
0: it's very like Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> I'm not a huge Napoleon Dynamite fan either. And like <laughs> nothing happens. Like you're just following these teenagers through life and like some of them are really not nice <laughs> and some of them are like trying really hard to be cool and i don't know i was just like all right and then you've got then you've got uh matthew mcconaughey just like randomly there <laughs> i don't know all um, right all right all, all right all right all right. and uh moving on uh also in the Mac- matthew mcconaughey um genre, True Detective, watched the first, like, two or three episodes of that. Um, I don't know if it's just because I was watching it in the middle of watching Bloodline. It definitely is a show that you really have to concentrate on, but it wasn't what I was expecting um, in that it's kind of slow moving and it's, like, this really, at least season one, is, like, this really eccentric story um, that's, like, not, I mean, I'm not a detective, so I don't know what's realistic and what's not, but it just seems like really far fetched to me. Um, and the characters are all really intense in very strange ways. So I'm still, I'm going to like, it's, there's not a lot. There's like two or three seasons and only eight episodes in each. So I'm going to push through because I want to understand why people love it so much, but it wasn't like an easy show to watch so there's that and then i've watched a lot of always sunny
1: that's a funny show yeah
0: yeah which like i've always kind of been a fan but i've never watched it from the very beginning mm-hmm. um me neither so I should do that. i'm doing that now and i've watched like all of season one a little bit into season two very funny and that's a classic and i don't feel like much needs to be said about it right now because I think people just know it's like one of those all-around great shows um but I love how simple it is like you and I I mean I don't know if we could write something necessarily as funny I could definitely not write but I like, love how the production value is like funny. so bad and yet the show is so good
1: <laughs> it's such a funny sh- like the ep- a lot of the episodes are so like timeless too mm-hmm Like, it's just that kind of funny. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I've never watched the show. Like, I always liked the show when I would catch it on. I used to actually watch, uh, I would watch, like, two episodes if I was, like, running on the treadmill. Back in, like, high school, I would watch it. Yeah. um, In my basement. But I haven't watched it in a while. Um, But, like, legendary show. I like
0: it. I'm a big fan of The Mick on Fox, which is Caitlyn Olsen. Oh, right, so You like so Caitlin Caitlin Olsen. Olsen. <laughs> Yeah, I like Caitlyn Olsen a lot. Um, so it's, like, really cool to kind of go back and watch her humble beginnings.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's – oh, my God. I Charlie Day is just, like – I think he created the show, right?
0: Um, I want to say Rob Mecca something something. He's got, like, this long Irish last name. Um, I want to say he was a creator – but Charlie Day was maybe like one of the writers. They basically one of the writers. The, they work together. They, yeah. all three of them kind of created it together. But I think uh, Rob is credited for being the creator, whereas the others are like writers or something oh, or developers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who knows what the difference between that all means um but yeah um question question question. have you yes because we lived way back when throwback to sophomore year of college lived in notting hill have you ever gotten around to watching it (laughs) no (laughs) no
1: okay well i will i will add that to my uh to my list i think i think my sister jess and i are doing like a Sisters' Day this Sunday. Okay. um, While Sid is with my mom, they're visiting a college. Um. So we're gonna like go shopping or something and get food, and then maybe we'll come back and watch it. Yeah, it's
0: a sweet rom com. Rom com. Um. I bring it up though because
1: stress reliever. (laughs) In
0: preparation for this episode, I was kind of going down my list of artists that I think might be performing at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Which is what this
1: episode is about. Harry Styles (laughs) being one of them.
0: And I somehow ended up on his carpool karaoke. And he does the line as Julia Roberts um, talking to James Corden. He does the line with an American accent. I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her. Which is like you haven't seen the movie, so you need to. But it's one of those classic lines that people like say as a joke all the time, and he does it so great, and I was dying laughing.
1: I, I know that sounds that's iconic. a
0: little bit of a delayed reaction because it came out a few months ago, but you should go watch it. Mm-hmm. And now we will start talking about who we think is going to perform at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show.
1: Yeah, V S F. S, V,
0: S, F, S. So in general, I feel like this year is very different than previous years in that the show is like two weeks away from premiering on CBS, and we really know nothing about it other than that it's taking place in Shanghai, whereas I feel like in previous years, there's so much hype, so much buildup months in advance. Um, we do not know who is performing right now. Uh, we know who's wearing the fantasy bra. We know, like, the venue it's going to be at, but we don't really know much other than that.
1: Yeah, the literally all we know, this all this information is from the, like, series that Victoria's Secret puts out on their YouTube channel um, in the weeks, like, leading up to the show, but we don't know when they're taping it because it tapes on a certain day and then all the models go home and they can watch it. Um when it airs because they edit it and they add a lot of things they take out things that might offend people or ariana grande getting hit with an angel wing you know things like that they take it out but yeah all we know is that it's at the mercedes-benz arena it's going to be big because the arena is huge um so like a lot of people can watch it live it's the first show that will have a partnership with a named designer and that's going to be Olivier Roosting? Is that how you say his last name? It's the guy who designs Bal- Balmain. Okay. I want to say Balmain, but I know it's not. No, I you know were right Balmain. the first That's time. That's how like, Kanye says it in a song. Um, and that'll be part of a, like, punk rock slash glam punk segment of the show. And like Ali said, we know that the fantasy bra it's it's called the champagne nights fantasy bra is going to be worn by Lice Ribeiro she is brazilian and the bra is worth 2 Obviously million be brazilian. dollars i mean come on everyone's <laughs> all the angels are practically brazilian <laughs> if even if they're not actually You're an from anomaly Brazil. if you wear the fantasy bra and you are not brazilian <laughs> <laughs> um and so if you want to know some more about that bra it's, uh weighs more than 600 carats. And it was designed by Mawad, which is the uh, official jewelry partner of the show. There are diamonds, yellow sapphires, blue topaz, and 18 carat gold. It is on. It is set on a custom Victoria's Secret Dream Angels demi bra. So that's like the bra that's underneath the layer of bling. Um, And it took almost 350 hours to create and is embellished with nearly 6,000 precious gemstones. Oh, cool. Now, I
0: want to point out, though, $2 million. But comparatively, I feel like the past few years of fantasy bras have been pretty cheap. Um, When you look back, like, the history of the fantasy bra, back in the late 90s and early 2000s, they were, like... $10, Ten, fifteen million every year.
1: I was gonna like, say what was Tyra was wearing. Like, yeah, like, I remember there Giselle being one that was ten and million.
0: Heidi Klum, crazy. Um, and the past couple years, yeah, they've been like two, three million each. I'm not saying that's not a lot of money. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I mean. I'm just saying like Victoria's Secret really d- has dropped a lot of cash money um, on all of these bras over the years, and it's interesting to me that, um, I don't know, the past few years hasn't been quite as much.
1: but That's true. You know what else I noticed about the fantasy bra? I was watching um, this old video. I want to say in, like, 2012. Was 2012 the year that Taylor Swift first performed and did, like, the British- uh, 2013. Looking thing? Okay, so 2013, I believe it was, Candice uh, Swinapole was wearing the fantasy bra that year. No, and no,
0: no, no, you're wrong.
1: Sorry, what, I don't mean to Okay. You. It who, was 2012 was that Candace wore the bra, but okay. Taylor Swift. Then it was, was in 2012. There. Okay. I just remember it was part of some, like, maybe they called it, like, the Royal Fantasy Bra. Yes. Not, like, British. It was nicknamed um, the Royal, yes. Okay,
0: that's why. Rubies, diamonds, yellow, sapphires, 10
1: million. Yes. So that's the one I'm thinking of that's 10, 10 million. Um, what I thought was really funny is that in this one clip of. You know, it's like the video leading up to the show about Candace and the bra and how she's going to like walk out in the bra and how much it's worth and all that, all the information we just give you about this year's fantasy bra. And they show these two security guards who travel with the bra to like protect it because they don't want anything to happen to it. That's crazy. Because it's so expensive. So there's like these two guys in suits that they like. They like pan to the right, and Candace is like, "I got these guys following me around for the next couple (laughs) weeks (laughs) because they, they they're like in charge of that bra."
0: (laughs) I wonder if everyone gets that. I guess so. Okay, so that is the most expensive one in recent years, and that was two
1: thousand.
0: Wait, am I wrong? I guess. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe it was either two
1: thousand twelve or two thousand thirteen. I'm looking at an article on Glamour
0: that says it was twenty thirteen, but i feel like well maybe i'm wrong i feel like that was my senior year of high school no it couldn't have been you
1: okay. know what it was definitely 2013 because i remember you're right posting a picture of it and it was like a i did like a collage oh, and, and it was were, a picture like, of candace and then a picture of me and in all the my dorm friends room, freshman year. in the dorms eating you're right ice you're cream. right okay i'm sorry for <laughs>
0: correcting you that would make no, that's sense okay. too because that show was in london so that's why. Okay. okay. Yeah, Alessandra wore it in 2012. My apologies. But so that was 10 million. And then after that, you had Adriana and Alessandra, who both wore fantasy bras that were each valued at 2 oh, million. And What then, a year that uh, was. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, and then you had Lily. Oh, my darling Lily. In 2015, um, that was a pretty one. And then last year, Jasmine Tukes. Oh, I love Jasmine, And dude. she looked really hot, too. That Hers might have been one of my favorites. Although I really do like
1: this one. I like the one from this sometimes year a lot. I think I it's, like, a really unique design. Sometimes I don't love them. I, to be honest, I love Lily Aldridge. I did not like that bra. Yeah. The, with the fireworks on it. Yeah. I
0: I love Lily, too, cool and concept, I was so proud of and her for It was, like, it, was like it looked like beyond. the diamonds
1: were, like, fireworks layout like around the chest area yeah you know what Um, but i didn't like the design the 10 million
0: dollar candace one i mean she's hot so she's gonna make whatever she puts on like look amazing (laughs) but for 10 million dollars like she's not even wearing wings with it i feel like you i don't know i feel like it needed more i feel like it looked too
1: simple for 10 mil Mm
0: uh i agree But maybe that's
1: why they wanted it to stand alone and sparkle and not be overshadowed by, like, a huge pair of wings. That's true. Because it was so much money. I don't know. I think it's really interesting, all the design and uh, different decisions that go into who's going to wear what and what order they're going to wear it in and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But we'll get into that. Okay, what did I want to talk about next? Oh, I guess just some background of the show. And we can start with our delayed reactions to it, or maybe not so delayed. I have been watching this show, from what I remember, I've been watching it since probably about, like, 2011. I remember watching clips of older shows online, but I think 2011 was probably the first year I sat down and watched the show. Like, I tuned in for the premiere of the show. Yeah. Um... And it was right when I was starting to, like, tweet more on Because I had a Twitter since probably, like, 2009. But I don't think I used it till I was at least, like, a junior in high school. Um, and so I was live tweeting during the show. And I'd comment on people's outfits and the wings and the, music, uh, the musicians that would come and perform. And um, so it's kind of delayed for me. The show has been around since 1995 was the first one and it used to be held at the plaza hotel in new york um yeah it was very different back then because the models were not wearing wings at first the angels didn't really become a thing until a couple a couple years later um and they would wear like robes like full velour not velour like fleece robes with the bras or like cardigans with the bras underneath so it was very different from the show that you see on tv today it has a lot, what was your, a lot. Uh, like when did you start watching the show yeah
0: so i first remember watching the show my senior year of high school and yeah i mean kind of similar to what you were saying it's just like It's like watching the Super Bowl every year. I mean, obviously, it's not quite as big,
1: but it's just one of those. It's the Super Bowl of fashion. But
0: it's. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those cultural events that I just feel like you want to be a part of. And I guess, you know, some people may argue that it's like a little bit controversial. I don't really see it that way. Um, I just think it's like really beautiful and the attention to detail. I mean, it's, it's a masterpiece. It is artwork in every sense of the word from the stage that they walk on to the artists that are performing to the fashion that is on the models, um, you know, to the makeup and there's so much attention to detail. It's crazy. And, you know, we're only scratching the surface even in this conversation right now. So yeah, started watching it then. Have watched it every year since. Um, And obviously, when Sam and I met each other and we were both, like, obsessed with so many of the models, um, we only, like, egged one another on when it came to...
1: It was unhealthy. Like...
0: (laughs) I'm not. I'm <laughs> our sophomore year of college. Like we literally were like, all right, let's just like watch every Victoria's Secret fashion show <laughs> in reverse chronological order in preparation <laughs> for the one this, that's.
1: We, this is something we actually. So did. like every night enough. for
0: like a week. I mean, this was what 2014. Yeah. So 2014. we yeah. So we started with 2013 and probably made it to like 2009,
1: 2008. Um, yeah. So good yeah we definitely made it to like men's. mid-2000s yeah um yeah oh my god I forgot we did that that was so funny <laughs> and fun we should do it again we should. um uh what you said I totally agree with that it's totally that it's artwork in every sense of the word you have to remember when you're watching a show like the Victoria's Secret fashion show and also like any fashion show that point zero one percent of women look like this like if you saw these people walking down the street you'd be like oh my god like that person does not look normal because they are not yeah i was
0: gonna say that um i've never seen any of these models in person but i do know people who have met them at special events or just been in la new york wherever, and seen them out and about um and every person I know who has ever been in one of their presents has said that, like, obviously they're gorgeous humans, but that they don't look normal. Like, they're very tall, they're very lengthy, they're kind of giants in their height. Um, and And
1: it's accentuated more because they're so thin.
0: Yeah, exactly. And even if you just, I was doing this earlier today, too, if you just Google normal photos of you know, Alessandra or whoever, like, they don't look out and about with their kids or whoever it is, like, just wearing jeans and a T-shirt. They do look, like, a little weird. Like, there's no curves to them. They're very yes flat.
1: Which is very funny that they're modeling, like something that really is supposed to like show off their assets but if you saw them in real like they're everything is super padded they push it all up and you know their butts are hanging out of the thongs but like they're very flat in the front and the back it's like I think it's kind of funny but At the same time, yes, these women are beautiful, but you have to remember, disclaimer, people don't look like this. Like, nobody looks like this. Nobody looks like this. They don't even look like that. They don't even look like that, exactly. And,
0: I mean, like we just said, the show that you watch is not live. So it is edited a million times over, and there are filters being put on what you are watching. And they're cutting out the takes where maybe someone's like left butt cheek didn't look as good as they wanted it to or like whatever. If
1: someone's (laughs) butt cheek jiggles they edit it out. Yeah
0: you know so and and they're contriving the lighting and they're you know everything is so so formulated. So again like I said it is artwork and it is to be appreciated and in my opinion celebrated as such but it isn't fair like as a female to ever compare yourself to these women.
1: Yeah, so just don't. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they would promote this." It's not about it's not about people's bodies. It's about the spectacle of the show.
0: With that being said though, I do want to say and I know like hot take, hot take. Hot take. Um but I don't I don't watch this and like feel bad about myself. I'm like It motivates me. I'm like, hell yeah, these girls look so great. Like, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow, and I'm going to train like an angel.
1: Yeah, oh my god, I love that, like, hashtag when that was going around a couple years ago. When they really started getting into the more fitness side of the brand, I think it took the show uh, to a whole new level that was a more positive one, where they focused on... The models working out for the show, yeah, rather than like not eating, which <laughs> for I the think show. was necessary. Because I remember reading articles like when I was in high school about like what goes into like what is the model's diet leading up to the show. How do they prepare for something like this, where literally every single nuance about their body is going to be shown in HD on like huge screens to millions of people, and it used to say like terrible things like, oh yeah, they. Would have a diet of like this and that, and then they wouldn't drink water for 24 hours so that they wouldn't blow up to Like that has totally changed now, and that is a good thing. I, I still think we have a long way to go. Yeah. Like we need Ashley Graham up there, right? And people like her, but um, I was going to say, getting better.
0: I think that, like I said, or like you said, um, there's certainly a long way to go, but I think modeling in general is evolving a little bit in that not necessarily every brand, but a lot of brands are working towards promoting like the healthy side of, you know, looking a certain way or, you know, like we're talking about here. Um, so in Victoria's Secret, in my opinion has done, you know, I don't want to say like they're the best, but has done a decent job in trying to promote that along with their brand, which is something that I appreciate.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm trying to decide if I want to talk about this now or bring it up again later. But I think I'm going to bring it up again later. What? What um, you don't want to say? I, yeah, I'll say it later. I'm just making a note so I know when to bring it up. Um, uh, okay. Okay. So, um, a little bit more, I guess, about the history of the show uh there's always a musical guest or multiple musical guests we could go into that right now yeah Um, let's do it let's jump in so some of the some musical performers of the Victoria's Secret fashion show include uh Justin Timberlake the Spice Girls Seal Will I Am Usher the Black Eyed Peas Katy Perry Kanye West, Maroon 5, Nicki Minaj, Jay-Z, Mary J. Blige, Sting, Destiny's Child, Mark Anthony, um, Phil Collins, one year, (laughs) 2002. Uh, And then, of course, you know, you got big superstars that are still famous today, like Rihanna, Bruno Mars, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, Fall Out Boy, Taylor Swift again, Ed Sheeran, Ariana Grande, Hosier... The weekend, Selena Gomez, Lady Gaga. Everyone, you, said you think who's Harry hot Styles and everyone who's hot in the streets. You said you think Harry Styles. Yeah, is so going I'm going to give you. Uh, okay,
0: I'm going to jump right into what I'm thinking. Although Go you threw it. me off because you said something about there being a punk theme. I don't know if this goes with that.
1: That is what it said in one of those uh, videos leading up to the show, and it was the video that was just like. Monica and what's her name? Sophie, Stephanie? There's like two women who are very important. Yes, in the I know exactly who you're talking. Planning. About. I don't, of don't the know show. their names, but I can
0: picture the one, the <laughs> one brown-haired girl's face who's like, "Our angels are everything."
1: That's Monica. That's totally <laughs> Monica. Um, but it's the t- the two of them talking to the bowman designer, and. They were explaining they wanted it to be punk rock, and then he took it to a level of more glam rock. Okay. Um, so, anyway. so here
0: are my predictions: Imagine Dragons, Harry Styles, and Haley Steinfeld. Now, I'm going to give an honorable mention to Demi, and a. I think it would be really cool to see Kendrick. Oh, that would be
1: so sick. Yeah. That would be really cool. And
0: then I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I sort of feel like at this point we would know if it was going to be Taylor. But I... (laughs) For a third time. I I actually heard this, like, conspiracy um, that it's going to be... Yeah, that it's going to be Taylor, Harry, and Katy Perry. (laughs) 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 And that they're all just going to, like, play nicey-nice and I don't know.
1: Well, you know, if Harry and Taylor are there, there's going to be some drama because they used to date, right? Yeah, and then you throw Katie in the mix, and there's even more. I think Uh, I think Demi would be great. I
0: think it would be cool if like Taylor and Harry did like a, because I sort of think or hope at least that they ended but are like on good terms, you know, like they're both really talented artists doing great things, you know setting records and reaching new heights in their Mm -hmm. own artistry. So I think it would be cool if they were to, like, collab in some sort of way. But that's just, like, a pipe dream, probably.
1: (laughs) I mean, the old Taylor Swift is dead, so anything's possible, right? You're right. right. That's so true.
0: Um, Uh,
1: I agree that I think Demi would be really great. Um, Taylor Swift would be really cool, but, like, we've seen her twice in the past, like, four years already. The
0: reason I, I wouldn't say Demi right off the bat is just because she's, like, (sighs) the body, like, issue thing that she clearly, like, she's Beliebic. I don't know. Part of me thinks she'd be totally into it, but part of me thinks, like, even beyond like not wanting to stand for it it could just be like a it might hurt her emotionally to like stand next to these girls Mm -hmm.
1: um that's a good point but i I think kendrick would be
0: so cool i don't know if that would actually happen but i think he would be great and it would be funny because he's kind of like bruno in that he's like five six like five five (laughs) five six so he'd be (laughs) so tiny next to all of those models
1: yeah uh i would love to see kendrick um I would also, I saw this going around online, people were speculating that maybe Zayn Malik would perform, which I think would be really cool, too. I
0: heard that, too. I heard that, too. I'm just, I don't know. I don't love Zayn, so I didn't hop on that. It, again, wouldn't surprise me, but we'll see. I,
1: one thing I love about the performers, and I guess we'll go into this when we discuss our favorite performances, is the chemistry that the models have with the people performing as they do so. Yes. And... Um, I think it'd be so cool to see Zayn performing and Gigi walking. Like, mm-hmm. that'd be so cool. Because I remember... We can go into this now. Let's okay. let go into this now. So I remember watching the show in... It must have been 2011. It was probably the first year that I started really watching oh, it. Wait,
0: I know exactly what you're going to talk about. You know about. what I'm going to say. Adam yeah. Levine
1: and Bahati. Yes! It wasn't Bahati. It wasn't Bahati. Oh, you're right. He was dating that other girl. At the time. So, at, So... Okay, Adam what a savage 5. move.
0: Can I just know this out there? But tell the story for the listeners who don't already know. Okay,
1: so I'm, I'm actually trying to remember who the other model was. But basically, uh, Adam Levine, of Mar- the lead singer of Maroon 5, is currently married to and just had a child with. Now they're expecting baby number two with a uh, Victoria's secret angel, Behati Prinsloo. And uh, in 2011, Maroon 5 performed at the show, but at the time, Adam was dating a different model who was walking in the show, and so it was this super cool move, and it had to do with all the editing, too, but basically, he was at the end of the stage, like, rocking out on the guitar, and the model walks up to him, and she, like... Uh, instead of doing her pose she like kisses him on the cheek or he kisses her on the cheek or something like that is that what happens i think he kisses her on the cheek and then she like opens her mouth in surprise and she's like oh my god and like does this cute little pose whatever and then turns around and walks back um other notable moments in like the music and the chemistry with the models have been like taylor swift
0: carly and lily
1: yeah, Taylor actually, Swift, basically, definitely with Carly everyone Klaus. on the
0: runway because she, she's like friends with girl all green. of them.
1: But uh, Rihanna and uh, was it Adriana Lima who just like. I think so. down the runway. i think so
0: i mean when i say when you say rihanna i think she has like a solo moment where she just like owns the stage oh my god at she the end of fresh off, off the runway. runway which like she debuted oh, that song god. at the fashion show that year that was when that iconic. album came out oh and i was like i think that's when i like i've always loved rihanna but i think that's when i was like I love
1: Rihanna. (laughs) I think I got up and started like screaming. (laughs) I probably. So here's our tradition. If you want to join with us this year, uh, maybe we'll Skype during it. We should go live on on our Instagram during this. Uh, What we've been doing for the past couple of years, I started this tradition with my friends uh, our freshman year of college. And that is we all get together to watch the show and you come in your comfiest outfit and you have to bring a pint of your favorite ice cream. And you sit and you watch it. I think during that moment with Rihanna striding down the runway, I think I probably like spit out my Ben and Jerry's fish food ice cream. Um, I'm gonna add sponsor to the pod. Hello. This,
0: this tradition, though, there needs to be champagne popped. Champagne? Yeah, like a nice champagne, too.
1: Champagne. A nice champagne. Oh,
0: I was about to say champagne from whatever country it's being held in, but it would always have to be in France um, for that to happen because. Champagne only comes from champagne, yeah. Um, we'll get Chinese champagne. A sparkling champagne. <laughs> wine of some sort from whatever country it is being held in.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would be a cool tradition. I mean, you can eat and drink whatever you want, whenever you want, but I like eating ice cream while watching the show because I think yes. it's ironic. <laughs>
0: um, but, uh, Rihanna, great.
1: Um, that was such a cool moment.
0: I also want to... I don't think there was, like, Oh. Um Bella Hadid I mean that wasn't like a
1: the, that moment. that was a good moment. <laughs> that was not dramatic. But it was moment.
0: like a dramatic moment. Yeah. Oh my gosh, speaking of, did you see that uh video that Bella did with Complex for Nike?
1: Um is it like her to- I mean, her, talking, her talking about the sneakers? I did I don't think I okay, saw it. Okay, you have it, to watch
0: it. I... She's like these shoes are so dope. If homeboy comes through walking these fresh kicks. Like, he's going to get it.
1: (laughs) Like, I'm not even
0: kidding. That's how she's talking. And I'm like, who are you you doing? Oh, my God. Um, Just
1: to backtrack for a second, what Allie's referring to is uh, last year at the show, The Weeknd performed while Bella Hadid walked by on the runway. And they used to date, but they were no longer dating at that point. So, obviously,
0: she was looking fly as fuck. And, you know, there he is singing his song. Um yeah, that's ha, all there is to it. Um I don't even
1: know if those are the right words. I'm trying to think of what else. I wanna um, I wanna just
0: like shout out to Fallout Boy though, because I loved that year too. Or at least I loved their performance that year, which was one with Taylor Swift. And I love Taylor Swift obviously a lot but I actually think I preferred fallout boy. Um, like light em up, up, up. I know I told you the story. I just want to like tell it again, but I was out to, I was out getting tacos with some friends a few weeks ago and that song was playing and I was with two girls and two guys and we were like, yeah, this is fallout boy. And then, um, the girls are like, oh, like I've never heard this song, and I was like, what? You don't remember when the Victoria's Secret Angels rocked the runway to this? And they're both like, uh, no. And the guys were both like nodding their heads and so,
1: smiling like, we really remember. big. So I was like, we'll yes. never forget. <laughs> yeah, And they play. They performed the song Phoenix too, and those are both like, I think it's cooler an to do the like. Um, Leg like I like like the upbeat. Yeah, because it was just like so pop hot, jams so, versus sexy. Like, so Yeah, like I think that's like way demanding of attention than Hosier. Like when Hosier performed, it was very like elegant mellow. and soft yes. and mellow. Yeah, exactly. But when Fallout Boy performs, it's like the models are all like, they're, like smirking, they're yeah. smiling. I yeah, they're sassy. Like... They're like blowing kisses. It's it's just like more fun.
0: Yeah, I think I like like the demand attention strong strut over the soft like
1: beautiful yeah Yeah. like a uh, wings that are like billowing
0: exception in the being they've
1: created by walking the only down exception
0: the is when Alessandra and Adriana wore the fantasy bras together and they walked down the runway to Ed Sheeran thinking out loud which
1: is which is i think that is Okay. Like, I agree that that should be softer. Yes. And their wings. It's about the. They weren't bra. really even wings. They were like them. these
0: long capes that were like flowing behind them. And they just have like this exact same body type. And they're both beautiful and Brazilian. <laughs> and that is my. Maybe. Yeah. I think that's my favorite Victoria's Secret fashion show moment. Because I, I was actually like,
1: oh my God god uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the angels more. Okay. So the OG angels that was uh cre- the term was created in 1998 and it actually all surrounded an ad campaign. So this was all like a publicity thing um that Victoria's Secret did and they loved it. So the original angels that were part of this advertisement were Helena Christensen Tyra Banks, Stephanie Seymour, Karen Mulder, and Daniela Pastova, who are, like, iconic supermodels of the 90s and early 2000s. Um, so they did this commercial, and they there was, like, some talking in it, and they look very angelic, and they're all in the bras and stuff like that. And then during that year's show, which the show used to take place in February, um, the five of them uh, subbing Helena Christensen for Chandra North, wore wings at the show and that was all monica's idea apparently Mm -hmm. because she was publicity at the time instead of like director of the fashion show or whatever yeah um so that's some angel history for you a little bit on that um and then if you want to know who the current angels are do you want to go down the list or do you want me to
0: sure um so we have adriana lima from Brazil, Alessandra Ambrosio, from Brazil, Brahati Prinslow, from, how do you say that? Namibia?
1: Uh, Namibia. Namibia. I think she's from Namibia.
0: Really? Uh, Is that in South Africa?
1: It's, I think it's like she was born there, and maybe raised in South Africa. Okay, because I
0: always thought her and Candice were like soul sisters, because they're both from South Africa.
1: They're both African, yeah. Okay.
0: Not Candice. black when they're African. I
1: don't know how to say, Swinapool? I say swanipole. Like it's not swinepole, but it's not swine-a-pole. I know, I hate saying swine-a-pole
0: because I'm like, <laughs> she looks so not like a pig.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she looks like the opposite of
0: a pig. Uh, South Africa, Lily Aldridge, USA, LA. She's from LA. She lives in yeah. Nashville because she's married to the guy from uh, Kings of Liam. Right. Elsa Hosk, Stockholm. Jasmine Tooks, Huntington Beach, USA. Josephine Scriver, Copenhagen, Denmark. How do you say it? Lice, Ribeiro? I
1: think it's like, it's like either Lice or Lice. Late, like Lice, but like, like
0: Ribeiro. Again, Riberio. Brazil. Brazil. <laughs> Martha Hunt, North Carolina. Ro- okay, you got to help me with this I, one. Romy, I think Street it's
1: Romay. Shh. Drid,
0: or Stride. Holland. Sarah Sampio. She's great. Portugal. Stella Maxwell. Uh, Belgium.
1: But yeah, she so grew, she, up, in like she grew up in New Zealand and Australia, but she was born in Belgium. So she kind of has lived in a lot of different places.
0: And Taylor Hill, Denver, Colorado.
1: Yeah, so those are the current angels. So there really um, are
0: not a ton <clears throat> born and raised in the USA.
1: Most of them are I mean, Brazil. it's definitely dominated by U.S. and Brazil, um, which I, I'm pretty sure there's, like, literally a place they go to scout models in Brazil. Like, it's this very remote location, and I guess because people and their ancestors right. have lived there for a really long time, yeah. people have this certain look that is desirable for a runway model. Um, but I think it's great that a lot of the models are from the U.S., too, because... It's a lot of, like, mixed, people with mixed, like, backgrounds and cultures, um, which is always really cool. I notice no no Asian uh, VS oh. Angels, which, like, we kind of need more of them. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, how do you feel, let's call them, how do you feel about the new guard? Because I feel like recently we've seen kind of a major shift in... Some of our favorites leaving or taking uh, leaves of absences, for lack of a better term, um, from Victoria's Secret and kind of like these new girls coming in. Um, And I'm talking about like basically Sarah, Stella and Taylor being as the new girls coming in. Main ones. I mean, I guess a lot of them are kind of new. That's who I think of when I think of like the new guard. Like Adriana and Alessandra have been around from since like two thousand, right? Maybe even
1: nineteen ninety nine. I yeah, mean I think they're they like Tom Angels Brady. in the early two thousands, but they've been in the show. They for are a really the Tom
0: Brady's of Victoria's Secret. That I like agree with they're me. never gonna go away.
1: <laughs> Definitely and, not. I mean they don't age, them, so don't it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I think I think it's interesting that they bring these people in so quickly and so fast, Stella Maxwell. I really don't know a whole lot about her. I think she's cool. Um, I think she might. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think she might be the only LGBT model. That in I the did not know. Yeah, I was doing some research and I found out that apparently she's been dating uh, Kristen Stewart for a couple of years. No way. Yeah. So I didn't you know, know they that. look cute together.
0: Well. Not that she's an angel, but um, wasn't, isn't Kara kind of like, is? Am I making that up? Cara Delevingne, isn't she? Is she what? Isn't she like bi or something?
1: Um, I think so. Okay. Well, whatever. To Back her. to I Stella. Keep up with this. I only know this about Stella because I was looking stuff up about her for the show. But um, I thought it was interesting that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sarah, Stella and Taylor were all brought up like automatically as VS Angels after doing a show and I don't think maybe Sarah was actually um I don't think they ever represented pink which is usually how it works like Elsa Hosk mm, she was not I always an angel feel like I she definitely started out I really saw Taylor being in a pink, pink model
0: I'm looking it up but continue sorry
1: um she may, they may have all been. I could be wrong, but yeah, I think they were like Taylor Hills our age. So it's she might be a little I bit mean, younger than us. We also are getting older, so maybe that's <laughs> that too. I keep forgetting about that because I don't feel any different. But um, yeah, I mean, I I loved when Carly Kloss was an angel. You know this that she's my favorite model, like of all models. Mm-hmm probably like second to carly closs would be like tyra banks. Really? Just because i i love that the two of them have taken their careers to in other directions. I think it's like really unique and i i think it's great that they try different things and they stand for not just the fashion industry. Um which carly closs, you know, she's got her own company, she's got a youtube channel. I like carly she, a lot.
0: The only reason i don't love Tyra as much is just because I feel like she's not as grounded as the rest of them are. And maybe I'm just basing that on a few wink, wink, uh,
1: America's next top model episodes. (laughs) I mean, so Tyra took a different route than Carly. Like Carly became more of an entrepreneur. Yeah. Whereas Tyra took a career in like the reality TV industry. Um, so I think we know her TV personality more than we know her. Whereas Carly's stuff is more like documentary style. And yeah. she's got like a coding nonprofit that teaches girls to code. And so, um, I like the two of them, but I, I like the, I guess I like the models who are, uh, currently angels right now, but, uh, this is something I was going to bring up earlier, but I think it's better if I bring it up now. um, We were talking about how the fashion industry is changing and I think that when people are looking for models, like if a brand is looking for someone to represent them, they want someone that embodies the brand and not just looks good in their clothing these days. So I think that the Victoria's Secret Angels could have been like the influencers of like 20 years ago, 20, 25 years ago. So, like, other models, maybe they would recognize them because they walked for, like, Fendi and also Gucci and this and that. But everyone knows the Victoria's Secret Angels because they're the angels and they were in TV shows, like, in interviews. And they talked about, like, their history with the brand and the bras, but also just about themselves. So people felt like they knew them. And I feel like that's what people are looking for in models today. They want to see that you're, like, a good person, that you care about things other than modeling, right. that you're healthy. So snaps to Monica um,
0: for being on top of that trend. Yeah, snaps for Monica. Yeah. Definitely. Not like she's snapping for herself or
1: anything. <laughs> I mean, she <laughs> she's clearly a very smart and strategic thinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that she's worked for this company since, like, 1998 or maybe even sooner, or earlier, I mean, um, till today really says something.
0: Yeah. Um, do you have, or do I maybe have that video of me on the stairway, stairwell in London at the giant Victoria's Secret? Oh, I don't know. I want to talk about
1: that. Wait, was it in Oxford Circus or was it in, um, Earl's Court? Um, it was... I remember doing. I remember going to one. We so the there's there was a Victoria's Secret store that opened after they or maybe right before they did the show that year, which was in London. So and Allie and I were studying abroad there. Like several like two or three months later, we got there and we like immediately went to the store and it's beautiful because it was brand new.
0: So the show that hap- that took place our freshman year in London was it. At- was at a hall in Earl's Court. Um,
1: Earl's Court, okay. Oh, so is that? That's probably why I'm getting confused. Yeah. Um. But
0: the store that is in London, um, is oh, I'm sorry, Bond Street. Does that sound more right?
1: Oh yeah, okay. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That
1: makes sense. I uh, was like, it definitely wasn't an Oxford, or I'm thinking of Piccadilly. I know. I'm. <laughs> I wait. I'm getting
0: confused now too. Piccadilly Circus. It's Oxford. What? Oxford. Oxford Street. Whatever. Bond Street. Bond Street. Street is like, Shopping. like the Fifth Avenue of London, like the Champs Elysees of Paris, like the um, Rodeo drive in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. has like all the shops and this Victoria secret, Newbury
1: street, Boston. There's, (laughs) yeah, I was trying Um, to think of one. (laughs) this,
0: This store is huge and it's beautiful. And they actually have a lot of angel, like fashion show displays on in the store itself. So you got to see like some of the wings and, um, bras that angels have worn in the past it's really it's more or less a museum it's a store but it's like you go in to watch the fashion shows that are playing on all these crazy monitors and to walk up the stairway that's all sparkly and to look at the wings and to look through the picture books that they have with um who's the photographer
1: russell james russell james um so, see, this is how unhealthy my obsession is with this <laughs> brand and the models. I just like, oh, yeah, that photographer. Oh, yeah, that location at that shoot. Um, yeah, it really is like a museum. And it's great because they know that that's the kind of content that they can put up and they can get like men coming into the store too. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, ooh, look at the show. Wow. Oh, so uh, do you have a favorite model? I know what you're going to say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know what I'm gonna say. I don't know why I'm so partial to Lily, but I am. I think it's I don't know. I mean, I know they're all mothers, but I just feel like she's really cute and I I think um I think she kind of serves as I, they all serve as voices for Victoria's Secret, but I feel like she kind of stands out in that because she is from the US, like she just knows how to, this is going to sound bad, but like how to communicate with people better. So for example, like every year before the show, (laughs) this is so bad. This is how obsessed we are. They have like the pre-show that you can stream online. Um, Oh my God, that was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And Lily always hosts it um, because I think she's like the most well-spoken not well spoken but like she doesn't have any type of thick accent so she is just the better communicator i guess Of the yeah
1: and she's been with the brand longer than people like taylor hill or like sarah sampio she's from portugal but her english is great
0: yeah so i don't know lily
1: has more experience i I guess
0: like i love them all so much but lily's just like cute like they're all really hot but lily's just like she she it like she's like her name. She's just like this little flower, this little pretty flower. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I just love her. I think cuz she's spends with Taylor Swift too. I've always been like oh, my girl.
1: <laughs> um, if I had to pick a favorite angel, not cuz Carly Kloss is not an angel anymore. Uh I would probably pick Candace. Yeah. Because oh, well Candace is like everyone loves is, Candace. She's so sexy, she's so hot, but then she speaks and she's so like sweet and like calm her voice is very soothing i think you're right um, you're right and she has a cool accent too i was gonna yeah, say i always think of They're taylor's family
0: not taylor hill taylor our friend taylor who is from south africa <laughs> yeah yeah definitely she um, definitely sounds
1: like taylor's parents but i don't know
0: like i love bahati so much i used to love
1: doughton dudeson oh yeah doughton Cruz. she i loved her too because she had like literal abs like they're all skinny obviously but like, she you delivered see she a child like in like september and was on the runway in <laughs> november
0: like that was a couple years ago and i was yeah. just dying <laughs> and i died and i died <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god um
0: but i really i i really love the new the new guard like the i love taylor hill and i love sarah sampio so, I'm excited for them. I hope they have a long amazing career, and I think they will. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all modeling for like Gucci, Prada,
1: Fendi. Booking this Michael show Kors. is such a like historic moment in any model's career because they just get so many more jobs after that or they might become angels. Um any other predictions for this year's show in Shanghai, which will be on It's going to be When hot. is that going to be?
0: Uh, November 28th, Tuesday, 9 p.m. CBS. Beautiful. Yeah, very pumped for it. Don't know exactly what my plans are, but uh, whether it's me or like 20 of my BFFs. And those two um, guys you got tacos with? Maybe. (laughs) Um, I'm (laughs) definitely going to be celebrating in some way, shape, or form. I'll just watch all the Victoria's Secret fashion shows from years past in preparation. In
1: reverse chronological Honestly, like,
0: why are those not on, like, Hulu or Netflix or something? They get so
1: many streams. Oh, if they put the full show up? Mm Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? If they put the show on? Oh, yeah. I know. I agree with that. People would totally watch it. Um... But, yeah, I'm excited to learn more about the show. Like you said, a lot of it is secret. We, I feel like we don't know a lot about
0: I, things. I think it's the performers. I think that's the big. Because the performers, I don't want to say they totally make the show, but the vibe of the show is so dependent on the music that is played and the way they interact with the models. Agreed. So it's like, that's big. And the fact that they're withholding that information says to me that it's, They want it to be, I don't know if it's going to be a surprise, like, day of necessarily, but it's going to be a surprise in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Like, why are they withholding this? I'm
1: just thinking about this now. If they wanted, like, a hosier moment again, they could bring, like, Sam Smith on. That would be cool. Yeah. But, yeah. I also
0: thought about Fifth Harmony. Oh.
1: For Pink, that would be perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I don't really have any predictions, I guess. I'm trying to think if there's anything I can, like, think of. I think Harry Styles would be cool. Um, I'm just excited to see how it all comes together. And I know that because the arena is so huge, they were talking about in one of the videos how they might, like, create some type of runway that, like, rises and falls. So I'm interested in that kind of you stuff, know too. That would be cool. So yeah, it would be cool if they did
0: something different with the runway.
1: Yeah. Like it's been different shapes in the past, but I think the past couple years that we've been viewing the show, it has not really changed a whole lot.
0: Like if it was more than just the single, the single runway out, if it, if you had like the the H or even an X, if there was like an X. And they walked up different. I don't know. It do would things? be
1: like they could definitely do an X, and then maybe like one of the triangles inside of the X could be like a stage that raises up oh. with like the band on it. With with this Imagine This is what we need to it.
0: do, Sam. We, we got to call Monica. This show. <laughs> Let's work for Monica. We do not have jobs yet. You can totally
1: hire us, girl.
0: <laughs> girl. Oh my
1: God! To, I I'm would, so like, on that. the 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 things I would do to be like on that set day of oh my god
0: honestly you probably could we just need to talk to people you
1: want to go to shanghai
0: there's probably an alumni an ithaca alumni somewhere in there definitely or someone who knows someone all right well i'll look up flights to shanghai
1: and um okay and then we can get ready to go
0: cool i'll call up my good friend taylor who's (laughs) close with carly and Lily and, and Gigi. basically everyone,
1: Gigi <laughs> all of them alright well thanks for listening to this episode of Delayed Reactions hope you liked it and I hope you watch the show on November twenty. let us know what you
0: think, live tweet with us it's going to be amazing
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of Delayed Reactions. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DelayedRxNS on Facebook. We're Delayed Reactions Podcast. Delayed Reactions is available on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you got an inquiry for Allie or me, send it to DelayedReactionsPodcast at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.